Hello, welcome to Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost Jessica. To my right is my co-ghost Alicia. I didn't know this was your right. I just I was like, am I? Yes, <laughs> yeah. You're to my right. Thank you. And to my left, Hello. <laughs> I'm swiveling in the chair. Yeah, you have an office chair. Uh, amazing musician. Great former co-bandmate. <laughs> I don't think I need to say co. Uh, Fantastic DJ and uh, all around great guy, Adam Fink. Hi, guys. Hi, Adam. <laughs> Hello. You are in so many bands. Yes. How many? This is Alicia's voice for people that write in and say they can't tell our voices apart, although they're completely different. Actually, there's only one of us per podcast. We say <laughs> that we're both here, but we alternate. Sometimes it's Alicia, sometimes it's me. It's Alicia. It's my voice. <laughs> yes, How I many? was confused uh, while listening to the podcast before about the eggs. I didn't know who liked eggs. Me. Yes. It's Alicia. So now I know it's Alicia. Yeah, she would yeah. never eat those. No. It's too classy. <laughs> I'd eat them. Do you think? Yeah, I totally. I googled them, so I saw. Do you what want they me to get like. my mom to send some? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll ask her. She likes projects. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't want to put her out. She will be mad about the mailing part, but <laughs> at the same time, she needs a job. I'll pay for it. Like I'll. No, my mom will pay for it. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Alicia's mom. <laughs> How many bands, Adam? Think. Uh, mm, at any given time, maybe about ten. Why? Because <laughs> I like drums. Don't you like to be by yourself? Um, watching, let's say. Border security. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know my favorite show? Do you like that show? I've never seen it before. Oh, man. It's great. I've never seen it either. You guys can come over. Border security date. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Sure. Sounds amazing. Um, The only show that I've seen lately is The Gilmore Girls because my girlfriend is obsessed with it. (laughs) Will she not let you watch anything else? Well, no, that's the only, like, so she has this thing that she does. She's in school right now. Yeah. So How old is she? she she's 12. Assignment, yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> junior high. <laughs> Gross. She's watching it to learn life lessons. It's okay. I moved I'm in a with drummer, her family okay. and things just happened. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. Um, every time she finishes uh, an essay or something, then she rewards herself <laughs> in an episode. Oh, she's going to hate me. <laughs> No, I had lots so, of people I know yeah. are watching it again yeah. and yeah. loving it. Yeah. I was never uh, smart like that. No, I never watched <laughs> it. I didn't have a rapport with my parents uh, like that. No. No, I don't think anyone does. Yeah, I no. found that hard. It's like in co- commercials where a kid sells you a car. <laughs> That's how I feel about the Gilmore Girls. That was weird. Like that Zoom Zoom kid? No, not the Zoom <laughs> Zoom kid. But when it's like the sassy kid, like, I want this thing. Or you should get this, mom. You're spoiled. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So 10 bands, yeah. 10 drummers. <laughs> One All drummer. you. One man. Just me. Yeah. 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 All me. But you have I'll, different outfits for everything. I do. Yeah. Really? Like a yeah. different hat? I wear like wigs. <laughs> <laughs> scarves. A lot of scarves. Yeah, lots of scarves. When we great. go on tour, yeah. he's got to check a bag just for <laughs> yeah. scarves. Now yeah. does everybody know that you are in so many bands or do you keep it kind of private? Um, You're a man about town. Yeah. I don't know if I can really keep it private. I don't know if it's a privacy thing. (laughs) You want people to know about your band. I would like people to come to shows. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But like... I don't tell anyone in the other bands, though. Right. That's what I mean. Like, you don't want any hurt feelings, right? But you're really good at... Adam used to be the drummer for Jay Arner. Yeah. And he was really... Jay Arner. Jay Arner. 
，蛮白板，白，麻板。呃 ，But he, we managed to go on tour to England together and a tour of the states and.、Mm-hmm. He, there was never any conflicts. You're a master of scheduling. I feel like with all your other bands, yeah, it, was, it all works out really well. It's great. Also, that was really fun. So it was, <laughs> it was easier to say no to other things. Yeah, like, is this、uh, where you got to pet an owl?、Uh, no, that was the first time we、I、got to pet a pig.、England. Oh yeah, that's better yeah. than an owl. In Albuquerque, yeah, because they can kill you as quickly. No, and it was amazing. Yeah. Well, you guys should do.、Pig. I know you guys like puppos, but pigs. Yeah, they count. Pig pose. Yeah, pig pose. Pig pose. Her name was Pigoom too.、Yeah. So Pigoom, Pigoom,、yeah. like that's、Ligum. a pretty name, but pig. And I do remember lost Pigoom because we all slept there、mm-hmm. in sleeping bags all over the floor, scattered all over the room, and throughout the night, <laughs> certain people would kind of like wake up startled because the pig would climb into the sleeping bags. <laughs> <laughs> She liked to snuggle.、Yeah. Was that inside a house? She was a pet yeah, pig. Yeah, it was in Albuquerque. Yeah, inside a house. Yeah, that's a great story.、Mm-hmm. And it was why haven't I heard it before? <laughs> Sorry, I got a lot of stories. <laughs> that's why we have a podcast. That's true. Yeah, that was a great show. We played in the house and then slept there, and、yep. the pig was there. The yeah, it was amazing.、Pig? I literally slept like right where my drums were. Yeah, so I didn't have to move. It was great. Yeah, you slept、After、inside the, show, the bass drum. <laughs> And then pig and guy with the pig. Oh, <laughs> so cute!、Uh, yeah, and there was、uh, three cats live there too, or two,、mm-hmm. two or three cats and a dog as well. Oh wow! To, like remember it being like a, there was like a lot of animals there.、Mm-hmm. Do they have an、yeah. Instagram account?、Uh, maybe we should figure that out, guys.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll、mm-hmm. I'll link to this pig. She's I'm friends with her owner on Facebook, so I see pictures every. And Jessica、then. did take a photo of me with the pig. Yeah, it's cute. And I looked extremely like Alec Guinness in the photo. Yeah, you did, like a little、Which、elf is, man.、Yeah. <laughs> It was great. Which was something else that we talked about. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, so you're in a gajillion bands, and you you have a job that is not sort of customer service or retail related anymore.、Mm, not at all. Yeah. Which is great. Congratulations.、Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so, but you used to. Yes, many. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? Um. Well, interesting. <laughs> Always interesting. I've worked like typical kind of retail stuff. I worked at Starbucks when I first moved to Vancouver. Well,、uh, fuck yeah. That was my first job. We have had a few Starbucks、yeah. guests that never gets old. Um. <laughs> that job though was never like a thing to me. I always kind of hated it. I had to work at five thirty in the morning every day. Yuck. Um. And I lived really close to the Starbucks that I worked in, so it wasn't really a problem. But I worked there for way too long and just kind of it was like high school. Just never, <laughs> never、care. finished. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> never.、Finished. What was your favorite drink there when you could make yourself your own drink? Oh, I think I just liked americanos.、Mm. It's pretty simple. Actually, was pretty disgusted by people's drinks. Oh, after a while, like because, the white mocha. Well, people would come in. We'd have because we were the one on、uh, Hornby and Robson. So it was right by the Lockwoods. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'd have a lot of like lawyers would come in all day. So、okay. like like multiple visits a day, three to four times. Whoa. Same people.、More. Same people and like venti caramel macchiatos with whipped cream on top.、Um, four? four times a day. Yeah. Who are you, Britney Spears? Come on. No, like nineteen dollar coffees. <laughs> Weird. Wow. Yeah. Really unhealthy.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna die, lawyer person who I haven't met. Maybe. Some people、Maybe. just eat like that all the time, and they feel fine. Yeah, Britney Spears, she looks great. But she was drinking. I have this weird theory. 
This is a crazy theory, and please don't write any letters in. But (laughs) But when she was diagnosed with bipolar, leading up to that happening, it seemed like her diet was just all high-sugar foods, Mm -hmm. Pepsi, Starbucks, uh, fast food stuff. Maybe she just, like, didn't have enough good food for an extended period of time with super high stress and just... She triggered, like, a mental breakdown? Maybe. I'm sure it didn't help. I don't think it triggered it. No. But no. I don't think it's, it helped her get through all of that stress because she's just probably burning on empty. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that about Brittany. That's too bad. She obviously didn't have parents no. or anyone that cared. I think when a child she... becomes a breadwinner for the yeah. family, it must be very difficult to have well, boundaries. You, you also... I feel, you, I feel for her. When you, you know she's doing okay. famous but. as a teenager, it's like a, you get stuck in a state of arrested development. Not yeah. the TV show. But well, funny that. that you guys bring up Brittany, though, because I just read today that is it is the 17th anniversary of her first record. Wow. Today. It came wow. out 17 years ago today. No. How old was she? 14? 16? She's that, probably. 69. Yeah, 16. 69? She's 69. <laughs> uh, that makes me feel really old. I remember when that came out, and I remember learning all the dance moves to her music videos mm-hmm. in class. With, with Justin a, Trudeau. With a teacher present. <laughs> no, he wasn't there yet, but yikes. Yikes is all I have to say. Yeah. A friend of mine just saw her in Vegas and was very, very excited about it. I bet. Yeah. She said she looked amazing. Good for her. I think mm-hmm. she's part hologram now. Yes. <laughs> they just block out her whole body and just like it's her face making goat sounds. Yeah. She said it was great. It was her and Tupac. So <laughs> Yeah. And MJ. Yeah. Um, so besides Starbucks, yeah. what other other jobs have you had? Well, after I left Starbucks, I had an idea that I wanted to be a hairstylist. Oh, Because wow. I thought if I was a hairstylist, I could kind of like be my own employer. Your own and, hairstylist. <laughs> and go on tour as much as I wanted to or whatever. It wouldn't right. affect the bands at all. So I started doing that and that was, I did that for like six years. Okay. Yeah. And it was amazing. And I know a lot of your guests have talked about their nightmares. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where people are nightmares to them. Yeah. But for the most part, every place that I worked in, we were terrors to the people that would come in. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is really, yeah. this is flipping, flipping the script. Is that a saying? I think it's flipping, flipping the switch. Flipping the bitch. Flipping. flipping. The, yeah. mm. You flipped yeah. a bitch. Why yeah. were you night, why were you real mean jelly beans? You were a nightman. Uh, I don't think anyone Was it because you're was, cool hairstylist? Yeah. I don't think oh anyone my gosh, was actively you cool trying hairstylist? to be mean. Yeah, I know. You were just, it came with the territory. It did. You had to be cool. Yeah. Well, you didn't have to be cool, but you could also, the thing about working at a hair salon is the majority of it I found was people would come in for the stylist, not so much for the haircut Mm -hmm. or whatever. They would grow attached to the person. And I think the stylists kind of know that. And so they can kind of take liberties. How so? So someone's being a little cranky, they can kind of (laughs) tell them. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Or... You just don't care if it's somebody else's client okay? because you don't have to deal with that so person. So you just fuck up their hair? Well, no. I mean, if you're not doing their hair, if you're just, if you have to deal with them at oh, some yeah. point. You can just be sort of you can snotty. You can if you yeah. wanted to. Snotty dick. Yeah. So walk us through a scenario that you remember clearly where you guys were being dick holes. Great one. Um, I was opening one morning. So it was very early. It was probably about 830. Whoa. Um, I was working downtown. I know. I need a perm. <laughs> I was working downtown. Stat. And I was uh, walking around the corner to to the salon, and I was smoking a cigarette. Yum. Yeah, I know. And I put it out and proceeded to walk the half block, got to the door, and it was one of those doors where you had to bend down to like open the lock because it was on the bottom. Mm-hmm. 
so I opened the lock on the bottom and I kind of immediately like felt something behind me and I turned and there was a middle-aged woman standing there very stern and I was like <laughs> oh hello and she was like hi and I was like are you here to see somebody and she was like yeah I have an appointment this morning I was like okay well let me just open the salon and I'll you can come inside I have to turn off the alarm and everything so she didn't even let me. I basically just walked in. She was right in behind me. She's caressing your yeah. hair. <laughs> She's smoking a cigarette, but you don't. <laughs> well, the cigarette comes back. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I turn on the lights, shut off the alarm, make some coffee, and I walk back out and I ask her if she wanted a cup of coffee. And she just looks at me and she says, look, this whole salon just reeks of cigarette smoke now. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to tell your manager when he gets in. It's very oh upsetting for me. And so I said, well, I'm the manager here, Um, but the owner will be here soon. And so you can definitely tell him. The owner was a friend of mine. Great guy. He was a full-size cigarette man. Yeah. (laughs) He was a Marlboro man. He was a Marlboro man. (laughs) That's hot. So she was was very, very upset. And she was sitting down and waiting for her stylist to get in. And so the owner comes in. And we're about as far away from her as i am to you guys which is 75 so, feet sitting yes. on each other's yes. laps exactly. <laughs> different different knees <laughs> i've never sat like this before <laughs> you look good Thank you. you look comfortable it's really comfortable yeah. <laughs> um so i said to him i was like oh this woman had a complaint she wanted to talk to you when uh, you got here and so he kind of looks at her and he doesn't really acknowledge her and he just says well what what was her problem? And I said, well, when I got here, I was smoking a cigarette. And she said, I ruined the vibe of the salon. I made it stink like cigarette smoke. <laughs> and he was like, really? Well, you can tell her to go fuck herself. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's a great owner. Yeah. And then uh, he kind of walked away. She kind of looked at me. I just looked at her and shrugged. <laughs> she really liked her stylist, though. So there's no way that she was leaving. So there was no resolution to her? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think that no. Yeah. Do you have any other stories like that? Or do you want to talk about that one for there a bit? There was a good. There was a really fun one where a gentleman was trying to get an appointment with his stylist. For yeah. I guess he had called a couple times, but it was a busy day, and it just went right to voicemail. Oh. And so he left a really really long message, just like, "Hey, this is ridiculous. I I don't know why." I'm, <laughs> going to voicemail this is like it went on and on and on so we all when we got it we all played and listened to it <laughs> out loud for everyone in the shop and it had a good laugh out of it. Um, <laughs> and then a- actually like then his stylist actually came in the next day and she hadn't heard it so we played it for her <laughs> she phoned him mm-hmm. and put him on speakerphone in front of the whole salon and was just like you are embarrassing me right now. I can't believe that you phoned and left this message. You sounded like a child. And Whoa. just, he proceeded to just be like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's <laughs> great that she put yeah. him in his place yeah. for making outrageous demands on a business yeah. that is. She wasn't even working that day, which I like. Yeah, no, yeah definitely. Like, yeah. That's a casual thing. Basically, the way I get my haircut, which I did not do last year at all, <laughs> is I Facebook our mutual friend Alan nice. and I'm like are you free this month at all mm-hmm. and then he tells me when and I'm like that's great <laughs> that you would even allow me back after I haven't seen you in a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyone who puts demands on someone who is in control of how you look. Yeah. I yeah. think that guy deserved her to tell him what was what. I think so. I don't yeah. agree about it being on speakerphone for everyone to laugh at, but mm-hmm. I appreciate it was probably like you get to a point where you're like so confident and yeah. you're enjoying it. You're just like, well... That this was is, this kind is of it. the vibe at many of the places that I worked in. It was just like Lord of the Flies style. Like <laughs> children are like in charge of everything. So you feel you do <laughs> get to kind of, I can like, see that. the sense yeah. of like, oh, this is I've okay. I've had that experience at salons where I was yeah. like, you guys are not fucking cool outside of here. No, 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 no. Yeah, like, so just cut my hair. Yeah. Here's your $75 plus 20% tip. I'm going to go home and then go get another haircut in two weeks because you fucked it up. (laughs) Whoa, I've never had to do that. Oh, man. Also, where are you getting your haircut? My haircuts are like 40 bucks. Oh, my haircuts are not... $40. $40. My haircut is not that expensive anymore, but it has been. Probably why your hair always looks better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I see my hairdresser every four weeks because I color my hair. I am I just realized prematurely that prematurely gray. I am immaturely, <laughs> I don't know. And prematurely ejaculating out of right, your right hair now. follicles. Right now. All the time. Oh, oh. <laughs> You're oh, making it seem like it's coming out of your nose. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Yeah, I just realized that I think I've passed the stage where it's acceptable to dye my hair any fun, crazy, kooky mm-hmm. colors. No, not even one of those mermaid colors. <sighs> well, I so think pretty. It's funny. My mom... Like a pastel? Like, like, yeah. like yeah. sea I like punk? that sort of grayish one that people do. It's kind oh, okay. of like a wizard yeah. or a witch. Well, like a Gandalf. Yeah, like a, like a sexy <laughs> Gandalf. Because I'm... I'm getting out of the stage because now I have a job that's sort of, you know, you could not have a streak of pink and nor would that look good. I feel like that kind of thinking, though, is a little antiquated now, isn't it? It is. But the, I what saw a guy I, on the train in a suit with a face tattoo recently. Was he handsome? Um, no. Is mm. he single? <laughs> Yes, I asked. What kind of a face tattoo? (laughs) Yeah, was it a swastika or what are we talking here? It was like a design, maybe like a tribal type design. No. So like a Mike Tyson? Like a Mike Tyson kind of thing, yeah. Okay. Wow. So he was going to a job. But his job was like a receptionist at a wrestling division. (laughs) (laughs) He was the receptionist for a WWE. Yeah, he's trying to work his way up. Yeah. Uh, well, it was funny because my whole life I wanted, you know, when I was a teenager, I always wanted to dye my hair all crazy, but I w- went to a private school, so they wouldn't allow that. And if you would dye your hair, they would suspend you until you dyed it back to a natural color. What school did you go to? Uh, the did one you that live in the Footloose Town? Justin Trudeau <laughs> taught at. Uh, so I even, I one time dyed my hair secretly, just the bottom, like underneath part of my hair. I got sort of blondish. Oh. And you wouldn't see it unless I put it up in a ponytail, but I never did. So it was really secret. Ooh, that's so secret. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Uh, but then, you know, I always wanted pink hair or something like that just to try it out. Because there's this one X-Files episode where there's a prostitute and uh, she goes missing. And it's the one that's uh, – it's called X-Cops where it's like a cross between cops and the X-Files. It's sort of oh. like filmed – Sound footage. Yeah. Kind of. It's great. And there's this prostitute who has this like pink bob and I guess it's a wig. And they describe her as having pink bubblegum hair. And I'm like, oh, that's the hair that I want. But, I mean she dies. <laughs> and they find her wig. But, oh, all that's left of her is this wig. I, I just, I remember thinking she looks so great and I wanted yeah. to look like that the fictional prostitute, 
but I was never allowed. And then I think a couple years ago, my mom told me, you know, my stylist, my hairstylist, she's got sort of blue and green and purple and pink hair and it just looks so good on her. And I would love for you to have that, that you'd look so great and I'd, I'd pay for it. And I was like, come on, like you're 10 years too late. This is ridiculous. She's trying to make amends. Yeah, she's trying to... Uh, She's like, I got cool you that kids. Nintendo that you wanted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finally, Pokemon. I really like it on other people, but wouldn't choose it for myself. But do like, I love it. I love some of that hair. There was one that that was after like macarons, like with colored pastels, oh. like those almond cookies. Oh yeah, that was really pretty. Nice. I just it's yellow so... and purple and brown and pink and blue. <laughs> <laughs> it was a baby. <laughs> so you were a hairstylist for a long time. Yeah, not a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. I was an assistant for quite a while, learning how to do that. Yeah, and then I started running a salon for okay. a friend of mine. So which did was you great. wash a lot of hair? I did. Oh, I really actually. I kind <laughs> That's of. That's a tough job. I kind of miss it. I, really? Yes, because I'm super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like gabbing with the girls all day. Yeah, it's super fun. You'd be good at that. Oh, it was great. You're great. We'd have like women that would come in once a week just to get a blow dry or something. Oh, I want that life. Yeah. No, it was perfect. Because you really, I wouldn't have to wash my hair on my own. Someone else would do it for me. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I know some people, but they're all like 70 though. Hey, now you're going to know somebody a lot younger pretty soon if I ever get a raise and then I would get that. I want Mm -hmm. you to have that lifestyle. But this woman didn't wash her own hair. Like she didn't own shampoo because she's like, I go to the salon for that. It's like yeah, you are touch. <laughs> like, but she was a receptionist. She wasn't like a fancy. I'm talking a lot about receptionists. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have worked very briefly at a salon and it's fun because you always get to get your makeup done and your hair done for free. And yeah. they always try new things on you and then well, it looks bad sometimes and that's funny, but then they can fix it the next day. There's many salons that I worked in where I was the only boy. Uh-huh. So I would often be like the pet. Always put a pink in so they would. So I, I have had like a lot of weird hair colors, like you guys were describing. Really? And as fun as it seems like at the time when you have like a couple girls like very excited to do it, and they're like kind of yes, this is going to be great, this is going to be great. And you're like, oh, this is going to be great, and then afterwards you're like, no, this is not great. <laughs> so would they fix it for you the next day? Um, no, it'd usually be a while. I'd have to. <laughs> They would get busy with actual clients. Is this when you used to have <clears throat> my hair? <laughs> <laughs> you used to have really long hair. I used to have really long hair. That's actually when I stopped kind of doing that. Yeah. This is about halfway through working at salons. You went oh no. I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And I just, I didn't. It was like. How long was it? Like it was, Crystal Gale? It eventually was like down to here. That's a very long yeah. hair. Which I'm pointing to. <laughs> the, yeah, his, his the, lower torso. It yeah. was like he was cupping a large breast on mm. his own body. Oh, sorry. I wasn't, that was, I was actually doing that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good. Yeah, no. <laughs> Well, that's amazing. I wish I would have known you when you were in your salon days. I would have come over just to get my hair washed. You should have. That's so creepy. Did you do the massage thing? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I always said no massage. Really? A lot of people don't like it. Yeah. A lot of people came for it. A lot of people for came. Sure. A lot of people came. <laughs> <laughs> most, most of the time, just me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Lucky. Oh, boy. It's like two against one here tonight. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I worked at the store, the store with the guy whose balls fell out of his shorts. Mm, Um, Beside that was the Aveda Salon in Montreal. It wasn't called the Aveda Salon, but it was the first salon that had only Aveda. It was called La Vida. I remember what it was called. But my friend who I worked with, sister, was an assistant and learning how to cut. So if we got our hair cut with her, it cost $20. Um... 
and she gave me a terrible haircut. I had super short hair, but she made it really butch. Mm. And I was like, well, well, that was like, I needed those little bits of sideburn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she uh, was a very powerful, strong woman. And she that's the first time I ever got a head massage. She's like, you're going to love this. We just got trained on it. And she fucked my neck up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, since then, I was like, I don't want no massage. Thank you. I've never had a, an at, intense head massage. At the Aveda salons. I was trained at an Aveda salon. And they like... That we would have massage oils that we would have to use. Oh yeah, some people's hair. Like it was, a, it was a thing. Definitely, I think they were trying to justify like the expense. So, oh, yeah, they were just like, um, "Can we give you a happy ending, or are you good?" Yeah, no, I would just do it. <laughs> no, no asking. Did you ever meet uh, and date people from the salon from washing their hair? Uh, no, no, no. 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 He's classy. Yeah, were you allowed to? I'm sure. Yeah. Do you just yeah. whisper your phone number into people's ears? <laughs> uh, my favorite was a guy. Um, I washed his hair for one of the stylists, and he got went and got his hair cut. And afterwards, he just kind of like paid and walked. Like it was quite a big salon. He was like kind of beeline towards me, and he goes, "Hold out your hands." So I hold out my hands, and he dumped like a good chunk of nickels and dimes. Oh, oh my! So, like silver in my hands. Um, <laughs> it's not actual silver. <laughs> and Adam. I was like, "Oh, thanks. That's great." And then he and he walked away, and the stylist came over, and he goes, "You know what he said to me when he sat down?" And he was like, "That guy, when he washed my hair, almost made me pop a bone." (laughs) (laughs) Number one, more impressed with just the terminology than anything else. I was like, "I'm doing my job right." Yeah, for a lot of people, that would be like a nice thing to have happen to them. Yeah, for me, it would be terrible. I felt like a little cheap with all the change that he gave me. (laughs) Yeah, that's not. I mean, that's not an appropriate tip. You should no. tell you I hate that when that was also confusing as a young person when I went to a fancier salon and there was a person that washes hair and a person that cuts hair and I was like I can't afford to tip both. Yes. But I would anyways. Oh, that's nice. But then I would be like people I always guess. don't. You don't have to. Yeah, I thought you did. Uh, or do you get tipped out from the hairdresser? Usually they do. Yeah. Okay. All these rules. Now I know for the next you know next year when I get my hair cut. Yeah, my hairdresser washes my hair and then I'm, and she does not massage it, which is great. But uh, I have a really good relationship with my hairdresser and she just is the boss of my hair. Yeah, no, that's the best. Like, uh, a friend of mine who I worked with for years does my hair, does my hair, cuts my hair. <laughs> updos. <laughs> you have if it's Friday hair. night at six, I have an updo. <laughs> Every Friday. Every Friday. Watch and right. It's just spiked. Yeah, just, <laughs> It's like Tintin. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's a good look for you. Thank you. Alicia, what's your retail nightmare? Oh, man. I definitely smoked a lot in the stores that I worked in in Montreal. Like, even up until... In the stores? In the stores. You could smoke in what the stores? What kind store? of stores did you work in? Just regular Tobacco. stores in Montreal. Oh, like, we could always smoke in the back room. And in one of the stores, when I speak of often, we smoked all the time in front of customers. Whoa. Yeah. We could just smoke in there. I feel like you grew up in a time... <laughs> I whole think I I'm not, not sure when the they thing. finally made the malls in Montreal cigarette free, but it was quite a bit after here, and it was after I moved here. I remember when there used to be ashtrays in malls. There's uh, in Winnipeg. There still is. Well, that's because it's so it's, cold yeah. half the year. But you're not allowed to smoke in the malls. But they've just kind of kept them. Huh. I think. Like yeah. those weird, like, pits of sand. Yeah. <laughs> which I always played in as a kid. I would just, like, put my hands in and be like, what can I find? And my mom would be like, Jessica, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's a tiny sandbox for my hand. What about the real sandbox? And then you would find cat poo. But you think it was a stick first. 
And then you're like, oh, no, it's a cat poo. We were discussing this at work today at our Christmas party. Our boss for the studio that I work in got a thing called, it was a school bus, but it was a ball pit. Mm -hmm. So it was like an adult ball pit Mm -hmm. that they came down and people were playing in it. And we were talking about that today. He's like, what did you think of the ball pit? And I was like, actually, I I didn't go in it. I was very grossed out. (laughs) I heard that it spent a week in Burning Man. Just open all the time. So like you could kind of like... Like an Anyone can go in there at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, there's no way that you can get all those balls clean. No, there's definitely a lot of no. used condoms in those oh, balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just while talking, I thought of like two really gross retail nightmares. Oh, oh man. I'm going to go for the first one. Um, I worked with this lovely woman. I always wanted to learn how to be a better florist uh, because the store that I worked in was like a flower shop and a furniture store and all these other things. It's like this kind of concept store that mm-hmm. just... I, it's a weird story, but I worked there and I was never really great at being a florist. I was good. Like I could help with bigger projects and I could make a small bouquet and whatever. But this one woman they hired was taking time with me and I really liked her and she was really smart and great. And we were working on an order for a wedding or something. And she was looking for a pair of scissors that had, you get lost in all like the cuttings and stuff from the flowers. And then she said, wow, it's like trying to find an N-word in the woodpile. What? But and she I, didn't say N-word. She said N-word. No, but she didn't actually say the words N-word. She no, said the she word. said the word. Yeah. It's like an old-fashioned saying that no one should say was anymore. Was she 100? No, and she was so embarrassed, but I could never really talk to her again because I was so upset. And then I just felt so uncomfortable. I was really young. I was 19. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that's a really bad word. And I wish now... <laughs> She just felt so comfortable around you yeah. that she was like, here's my deep, dark secret. I'm a racist. Oh, it was very uncomfortable. I was joking to Adam that we were going to talk about racism on the show. Yeah. <laughs> because when we were on tour in England, I think it was in England, right? Right when we got there, I think we had a couple days off, which was good because we had crazy jet lag. I, none of the band, except for me, had been to Europe before. So they were like, oh, I and think And did I'm- not sleep on the plane. No, it's terrible. Yeah, it was... It was great. We got there and it was mid-afternoon and it was... Well, it was terrible because there was like a tube strike and so it took three hours for us to get from the oh, airport. Oh, yeah. I literally thought I was going to die. Oh, yeah. Didn't we um, get separated at a stop? There was a few times <laughs> and there was a moment when we had to switch trains so much because there were certain stations that were closed. So we got at one point... It was, we just kept going down yeah. and I just like, <laughs> I don't, hell. I don't realize I didn't know this went this far down. It was like Where are we going? six flights of stairs yeah. into the ground when we got to the bottom and then there was like a glass door. There was a million people. And I was like, I resigned myself with being okay that I was never going to see the sun again. No, well, you put on a brave face, <laughs> but it you. was, we got to the hotel and there's four of us and it was myself and three dudes And they were all like, you know what? I don't feel that bad. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go out and get some groceries. And then I came back and all three of them were asleep. And I was like, (laughs) great, guys. You got jet lag. So we were watching a lot of just shitty TV. Mm -hmm. And this one movie was on called A Bronx Tale. My favorite movie now. (laughs) Which stars Chaz. Chaz Parliamentary. Parliamentary. And I think Robert it's, De Niro. it's directed by Robert De Niro. Directed by Robert De Niro, starring Robert De Niro and a young Robert De Niro lookalike. Yeah, and I think it's written by him. Maybe anyway, yeah. is the most racist written, movie. Written by Chaz Parliamentary. Oh, isn't <laughs> yeah. it based on a play or it was yeah. terrible, but we became fascinated with it. And it's set 
like during the sixties. So it's about yeah. racial things. It's a good thing that two white guys tackled that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two like rich white men, <laughs> two famous, older yeah, Italian American. Uh, but it's about racism. But there's no redeeming. It's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm a racist. Yeah, I think that was pretty much like his character in the movie, wasn't yeah. it? It's like his I'm a racist dating, and I uh, am not apologizing. Yeah, his son is dating an African American girl, and um, oh, so it was like a Spike Lee movie, but written by by, a ra- two. by the racist was, like, character, and <laughs> by like the people that made like ABC after school specials. <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, on a, a really racist mm-hmm. planet. <laughs> yeah. But the best part about it, and spoiler alert, if you haven't seen a Bronx Tale, <laughs> <laughs> never see it. The whole thing happens, and then at the end, it's kind of just like this throwaway where the voiceover just all the stuff goes on, and at the end, he's just like, "Yeah, it's just another Bronx Tale." Man, <laughs> I'm gonna use that in other areas of my life. It's a great way so like, to do, like yeah. when I get diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just another, another Bronx Tale. Exactly. Just dismiss everything that's happening. <laughs> like, eh. Oh well, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, what's your retail nightmare? It is. This group of people who would regularly come into my job at the video store. It was a family of a mother Raccoons. and a father. <laughs> it might as well have been. Three children. And then they would always come in with their neighbor. And the children would all come in on razor scooters. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> all the children were under 10. And the Dad and the mom would not take off their sunglasses, and all members of this family slash friend group would just talk at the same time. They would talk over top of each other. It, I When they would come in, I would cower, and I'd just be like, oh, no, no, it's Friday afternoon, not not again. And they they would take a really long time picking something and it would always be they'd always ask me to recommend a bunch of things and i you know i always just recommend the goonies because like oh you got kids watch the goonies and they'd be like no we're gonna watch transformers 3 i think and then they'd they're so loud i one time took my phone and i recorded them just to (laughs) play it back to jay to be like listen this is from 20 feet away and this is how loud they were so yeah yeah that's pretty bad I hate them. And now every time I see a group of people on razor scooters, I'm like, I get like a little twinge of terror. Logistically, that just seems hard. How do you... You should have put up yeah. those spikes that <laughs> police put up. And run. Except their tires wouldn't... Their tires aren't even deflatable. They're just hard They'd plastic. And land on spikes. I mean, I wouldn't want a child to fall. I wouldn't take pleasure in Your that. Your face says you want a child to fall. <laughs> I mean, children but fall. The listeners can't hear is Jessica's face where she's like, well, maybe once. To teach Kids them a fall lesson. a lot on their own. I, I always feel bad about it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want anyone to fall down. I never mm-hmm. took any joy out of watching those America's Funniest Home no, videos where it's so just awful. people falling down. It's like, but I did, it's mad, like, I did enjoy the imagery of those spikes just being laid out. <laughs> so when they come in next Friday, <laughs> they're like, oh, shitters. <laughs> I just imagine I pick up a red telephone and cops come out of the walls and like throw out those spikes <laughs> and then hide behind the drama section. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm really happy that I'll never see those people again. And if I do see them, I'm going to give them a stink eye. Yeah. But they won't be able to see me because they're wearing sunglasses indoors like a bunch of dummies. It's one of those like Sunglasses nice, and, Oh, sorry. And, oh, I was going to say, it's one of those like nice and upsetting things at the same time when you have experiences like that with people 
from places that you worked in before that you will always remember those people, mm-hmm. but 95% of the time, they're not going to know who you are. No, so I feel sh- like it's kind of like, even if you gave them the stink eye on the street, it would just be like, they, it's over their heads. They'd be like, that girl's got a weird face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that girl's got weird eyes. Like, I want you to know my that, disdain for you. That you <laughs> I are- really like this, that girl's got weird face, weird eyes voice. <laughs> that's got, that's got a weird face. Uh, that's kind of similar to the voice that Jay does when we go through toll booths, right. which I've done before. <laughs> Can I have a receipt, please? <laughs> Alicia, self-help corner, send in your questions, don't take this advice. Right. Uh, so this is Alicia's self-help corner. We didn't get a lot of questions this week. I think people are catching on that I'm not good at answering them. <laughs> uh, this one is from Sketchy TK. Uh, we're in constant contact over Twitter. I have no idea who you are. What's the best way to get out a ton of emotions I've been bottling up inside? Uh, burping. Burping. Definitely burping because... It feels good and it sounds good. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burping. We all say burping. <laughs> burping? Yeah, everybody loves it. It's hilarious. Excellent. And then the other one is from my friend Jeffrey BD, who's Wait. coming to visit. Nope. You're not <laughs> you answer. Actually answer. Okay, no, hi. <laughs> all right. I'll actually answer this. <laughs> I would say uh, it depends. If you're a man, probably go work out a ton because mm. uh, that'll work short term, uh, not long term. But good luck to you. And if you are a man who wants to see a therapist, great idea. Definitely eat some weird chips <laughs> and then go back to burping. Yeah. Yeah. And all that's up. Maybe write about it. I don't know. Uh, make make some really emotional music. Oh, yeah. Write a poem. Man. Dance. Burp. <laughs> yeah, dance. have a dance party. Dance, dance yeah. for inspiration. You'll get a new haircut. <laughs> Get a, yeah, get an emotional haircut. Yeah. So this is from my friend Jeffrey Beebe, who I'm going to meet for the first time in February, coming to visit from New York City. Uh, you should follow Jeffrey on Instagram, and you should follow him on Twitter. He's an amazing visual artist. Uh, he lives in New York. He draws these huge, epic maps uh, with details that are all about his personal life. And it's very, those. very, very, very funny. Yeah, he's so talented. They're really good. Um, so how long does it take to let go of that awful person you loved? first question second question how old can you be and still drink from a glass with both hands <laughs> hmm. i've loved somebody and it's taken like a decade to get over them there's the that rule that like cheesy rule that you yeah this is like the first person i loved half the length of your yeah. relationship to get over no it them. took like five times the length of my relationship yeah it's obviously gonna be different for different situations and different people and some people are hsps highly sensitive people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so find out if you're an HSP, because if that is the case, then it's going to take you a really long time. Um, and how old to hold a cap? What do you guys think with both hands? I think it's adorable. <laughs> I still do it. I didn't know that it was a thing. I'm Adam on has board. a sippy cup. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I am not good at drinking, so please don't ask me. Even when I'm completely sober and I will take a drink from a glass and just pour it all down <laughs> my front. That happens maybe once every two weeks, so not great with hand-eye coordination yeah, over I here. I recommend both hands and a straw. Yeah. Just a crazy straw. A crazy straw. I like mm. those straws that uh, are... <laughs> Maybe one that spells your Also, name. eyeglasses. Go around your eye. Oh, they have yeah. them on sale at Restoration Hardware. 
eighty percent off. I just saw them. Well, my birthday. I thought that they had journals in four months. Yeah, <laughs> I mean eight months. Don't know what month it is. <laughs> so let's do Peppa of the week. Peppa of the week. Peppa of the week. <laughs> I think we need to make uh, an eleventh band now. Yeah. What would we be called? Pew pew. How would you spell that? Pew pew pew. Pew pew. Yeah. Pew pew. Are there bands that are just emojis? That's got to be a thing. That's going to be a thing if it's not happening right now. Emoji core. There's like a bunch of seventeen-year-olds in a garage in Langley that are doing that right now. Yeah. Um, but it will that? be something that we'll see on an album cover very soon. I Definitely, would it's probably already happened, and we just don't know because we're too old. Yep. Someone should make it like a the uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> Papo of the week. Papo of the week. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you what my Papo of the week is. Sure. I think my Papo of the week is because I've watched the Gilmore Girls so much. It's like a TV Papo. <laughs> yeah, that That's counts. Fine. So my Papo of the week is Paul Anka. Lorelai Gilmore's dog from the Gilmore Girls. His name is Paul Anka? His name is Paul Anka. Mm. He is super fluffy. <laughs> Do you guys remember, I don't know if you know this, there was like a children's, a series of children's books uh, about a dog named Mr. Muggs. Oh, I've seen, I had never had them, but I've seen it. It's kind of like a sheepdog. Yeah. Black and white and gray and like super fluffy. That's what Paul Anka looks like. Oh boy. Which makes me like him even more. And also because the Gilmer Girls are so cute, they have to give Paul Anka like a certain amount of problems that he has. Like he's scared of keys and, you know, won't play fetch. And locks doors. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's smart. I don't. Re- I've seen the show a little bit, but I don't remember Paul Anka. I'll like- be tuning in again. Yes, because please I watch do. it yeah. just because of this dog. Or just Google Paul Anka. Yeah. The well, dog. <laughs> it'll be like <laughs> the dog. Great teen idol. I love when an animal has a first and last name. They have to. I think yeah. it's so respectful. <laughs> I wanted to. If I ever got a dog, I was, I was thinking about giving him a title. Oh, like Maybe doctor? Like, like lieutenant. <gasps> oh, that's kind of commander? Yeah, yeah, something nice, you know? Because you want him to get up every day and feel, like, good. Yeah, like he's yeah. got a reason to live, yeah. not just for being cute. There would be a rule, though. You'd have to call him by his full title. Yeah, I, I like that's... it. My dad recently texted me because he knows I'm thinking about getting a dog and said, you should call your dog five miles. That's what he said. And he said, you can just always say, I just walk five miles. Oh. Ah. <laughs> dad jokes. Pretty good, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica, Puppo of the Week. Oh, yeah. I got a Puppo. All right, let's I hear got it. a Puppo for you. You're not going to believe. Uh, no, it's very believable. I visited Cat Fay yesterday. Oh, boy. And they have a whole new batch of cats. They I can't re- wait to Yelp review each and every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I give this cat five stars. We should actually make a weekly. We'll read one of her reviews every week. Oh, yeah. A new segment. For the listener, we all sort of separately at the same time came to the conclusion that there is a Yelp user who is... She visited 52 cafes last week. Yeah, she's 52 very cafes. prolific in her reviews. In Vancouver. Yes. She okay. made a resolution, actually, that she wanted to go to a different cafe, I think, maybe every day. Does she say this in one of her Yelp reviews? Yeah, she has sort of like... It, she's, it's like a Facebook profile. She treats it as a blog, too. Wow. Her resolution was to put more money into local businesses, which is admirable. And then giving them shitty reviews. Yeah, but then she reviews everything. I think she goes out just so she can review things. And she, like Alicia was saying, that she would just review products that were in her cupboard. She's reviewed all the SkyTrain stations. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we shouldn't use her name. No, but we she, should read her reviews. She's a compulsive reviewer, but it's 
extremely entertaining, but it's a real rabbit hole you can fall down into. So if you're <laughs> looking for a hole, get up in. We're not going to say her name. Okay. <laughs> her name is Neba Do. Bubble of the week. Uh, my puppo is a cat named Nimbus, <gasps> who is 25 pounds. Oh fuck. That's great. She's a new addition to Cafe, and I'm sure she won't be there very long. She probably won't even be there by the time this episode comes out. Uh, but I stopped in just briefly while I was working my other job to visit my old job. And Michelle, my friend who owns the place, took me around and I met all the new cats. And Nimbus was spectacular. She was laying on a little... It was big, actually, but it just looked a little underneath her uh, bed on a bench in between a couple people. And so when I approached her, she was sort of obscured by a woman who was sitting beside her petting her. And I was like, oh, there's Nimbus. I've seen Nimbus. And then I kept going around the corner and I was like, oh, there's still more cat. There's still more cat. It was like, it was like, uh, yeah, she was eclipsing or being eclipsed. It was, she was a celestial body. She was huge. She's magnificent and she's just recently had a bit of surgery she's been to the vet but she's doing great she had some cysts removed so her hair is all patchy and weird because it's all shaved (laughs) so i went to pet her and i was like this just feels weird and wrong (laughs) you know those stickers on facebook the the cats yeah the big gray cats Mm. the ones they sometimes they're cooking that's nimbus that's exactly what she looks like she's just a ball with little legs (laughs) and she's gray and she's great i love her She's, you know, big and beautiful and proud. <laughs> I am jealous of whoever gets to take her home. Love you, Nimbus. <laughs> my puppy of the week is my friend Jade Lake, who had a baby this morning, uh, named what? Ruby Lake. That's a Welcome great to name. the world, Ruby. And uh, Jade, you're super brave. That's super crazy to have a baby. I'm so excited to meet her. Uh, you're both puppos. Okay. Also, cool that she's continuing the line of gemstone names. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah. Jade Lake is a beautiful name. She's a voice actor, if you guys want to look her up. And, uh, yeah, she's a really cool person, and she's got a lovely partner, Ray Ryan, and they had a baby, and it's so crazy when your friends have babies, because the whole time you're just waiting, and it's super scary. And then when they find out that everything went okay, it's just a huge relief that you maybe cry a little bit at your desk. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. So, uh, if people want to find you online, mm-hmm. where just can they find you? Around town. <laughs> just around yeah. town. I'm around. They want to get their hair washed. Uh, yeah. No. They just call <laughs> me Magic thing you like. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AdRock, R-A-W-K, because I love the Beastie Boys and there's a real AdRock that has the real name. Yeah. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. What are the? We didn't say what bands you're in. Oh, bands. Um, are we like doing plugs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I have a band called Gang Signs. We had a record just come out. Great name. A month ago. Thank you. Um, a band called Girlfriends and Boyfriends. Who had a record that just came out a month ago, um, which you can find anywhere. Uh, play with a band called Actors. Play with a woman named Jody Glennam. Play with a band called Sunshine. You can find these all online. Yeah. <laughs> Um, internet.google.com yes go to the internet <laughs> slash band count <Yeah. laughs> that's great everyone listen to all of adam's bands also he used to be in jr so listen to old jr yes listen to jr 
Except I don't think we we didn't record anything. No. There's probably uh, YouTube videos of us playing together. Yes, there is definitely. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. There's a really <laughs> great video of us in Brighton where I played oh, yeah. a symbol <laughs> and a table. <laughs> it doesn't sound bad. It, it was actually it surprisingly does not sound as bad it as kind of worked. The nightmare that I felt while we were doing this. Because we went to we went to England. Obviously you can't take a drum set across the ocean. But did you not have a drum set when you were there? No, we, well, we, we were playing shows. We had that back line at the shows. So I just had a I had a bag of cymbals and a snare drum and drumsticks. <laughs> um, and we were asked to play for a blog, I think. It was like yeah. he would have like acoustic singer songwriters maybe in his backyard of the place that they're the music festival that we played it was at. Lovely, and it was in Brighton, yeah, which is super like a beautiful, beautiful city. They were so lovely. They made us tea. There was wisteria vines yeah. in the backyard, and there was butterflies <laughs> flying around. It was great, That's beautiful. And I don't no know drum. how we came up with the idea of. I think they were like, "Yeah, that. just play the table; it'll work." And we were like, <laughs> "I want to cry." <laughs> and I'm playing a synthesizer, just sitting on the same table that you're playing. That I'm playing. <laughs> And I was trying to change the settings on the synthesizer, but I couldn't read the display because we were in full daylight. It's it like a, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a, yeah, look that up if you're so inclined or don't. The feeling of doing that is, uh, you can describe it as like if you're sitting around with a group of people, like everyone's facial expressions was the same as you felt on the inside. <laughs> just like, I, it's a podcast I can't show you, but just this kind of pain behind your eyes it's just like just a, trying to get through it yeah, <laughs> this this will be over soon yeah jessica you anything you've been on low-key uh check me out on google <laughs> google pictures of me <laughs> i i'm wearing different outfits i don't i really have nothing you're still podcasting yourself might be out by then okay i guess i'm on stop podcasting yourself which is little known podcast by a few of our friends a few like eight of our friends yeah google that on the internet yeah i've got an album coming out in six months actually jay got the masters back from the mastering engineer john golden who's great want to plug him if you need uh, your music mastered get john golden to do it you know who else he mastered Men at Work. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Really who cool. can it be now? Yeah. John Golden, that's who. So good. Uh, so thanks, John Golden. The masters sound great. I can't stop listening to them. Uh, <laughs> still a nothing plug. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, what do you have coming up, Alicia? I've got my Come Draw With Me on the 29th at Hot Art Wet City. And I've got the Northwest Comedy Fest Just for Laughs. Uh, show on the 27th of February. Those tickets are available on the Northwest Comedy Fest Jennifer for Laughs website. You can't buy them through us. Um, you should come to a show. I will draw uh, something dumb and you will draw something dumb. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Adam. Oh, thanks uh, you for me, are guys. a great guest and this you was lovely. And Jessica, you are a lovely co ghost. I didn't get too drunk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Night. Bye. 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 <laughs>